0: Hello and welcome to another episode of LFC Reactions. This one, Tottenham versus Liverpool. Yes, yes, yes. It has been a while, hasn't it? Well, two weeks, but to 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 us uh, football fans that love club football and despise the international break, two weeks felt like an eternity. But we came. But we're back with a bang. The first Premier League fixture, post-international break, Tottenham versus Liverpool. The first of a crucial period for Liverpool, where they got key defining games that may shape their season in September and early October. And wow, so I have to say... um. I had the pleasure of attending Wembley and going to get to the live game. Um unfortunately I was sat with home fans, but um I managed to coincidentally sit next to a Liverpool fan, an Irish Liverpool fan which was nice. Um but yeah, let's get into that. So this 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 perspective and analysis will be from what I saw on the live from the live game. So it might I don't know how way I haven't seen any highlights on TV yet. So this is how I saw it from um from my actual POV in the stadium. So in goal we had Allison, left back, Robison, centre back, Van Dyke and Gomez. uh right back, Trent Alexander Arnold. Your midfield three was Gini, Ronaldum uh Cater. And James Milner and up front, your usual deadly front three. So key change from last time: Henderson on the bench. What does that tell you from Klopp that he favours Cato over Henderson if he's starting over? If if Henderson's being dropped, you know what I mean. So that's a positive. I was very happy with that lineup. The bench was also good. Fabinho was on the bench for the first time in the Premier League Whether um, whether he will make an introduction yet, we don't know He never got to play, but we'll kind of get into that later So, yeah So, the game started now in the first half um, From what I saw, things looked very, very cagey Like the first the first half an hour really it was kind of a how are you going to play versus how are they going to play um and i remember just us in terms of um dictating the ball in midfield we didn't really do that if we were, we were kind of, we were making passes that was like it didn't really make sense you know when you're just passing assuming someone's going to do something but they don't do it That's what was happening in the first half. Mainly, um, I'm trying to remember if there was any chances, early chances that I saw. Um, That is a tough one. For the first half of now, I don't really remember anything. Uh, Maybe, I think Salah had a chance, actually. He was doing this thing, Salah, where he would get in good positions... And then when it came to the key areas, he'd do... He'd make the wrong decision every time or the shot he would make. Excuse me, sorry about that. I just came from a restaurant, by the way, so that's why I feel belched. But anyway, yeah, Salah would do this thing where he'd he make the wrong pass or hit if he was to shoot. There was no power or conviction behind it. So, and that wasn't really helping or cause. And Firmino looks like I don't know when I watch Firmino in real life, it's weird what he does. It's like, um, it's like he's he's playing like he's tired. Do you know what I mean? But you know he's not tired. But he but when you watch him play in real life, he's giving off that I'm um, the lousy false nine that I can't be bothered to track kind of thing. And then out of nowhere, he might try and pounce on you. But I don't know. But it was very. I don't know. He does it really well. He like he pretends. I don't know if he's pretending or if it was actual fatigue. I I don't know. But it just looked like off the ball. That he was doing that and Mane, was kind of um. He was trying to link up play really, but he, we didn't really do much. Um, the first really real attack I remember um, we, Kato was running down the byline, he tried to cross it in, no, actually, the first, sorry, so let's rewind to the first minute of the game, because something happened that I don't know why it happened, so, yeah, who crossed it in, I think Milner crossed the ball in, and it looked like Firmino or someone got a touch to it and ended up in the net, and this was in the first thirty min, thirty seconds, one minute into the game. I celebrated thinking it was a goal, forgetting I'm in the home end. So I had to be, it had to be like a subdued celebration. But then um, it was it was disallowed, and I do not know why. Whether it was offside or the other, I don't know. But yeah, that's that's the only chance I remember. Sorry about that. My brain's only just clocked out. Realised this now So The other chance The first chance Yeah Kato tried to cross this ball in Um, Who blocked it? Kieran Trippier I think blocked it It was a Liverpool corner James Milner is going to take the corner now He whips it I think Michel Vaughan comes to Attack the ball Or somebody heads it I can't remember which one of the two happened but when that happens, which leaves Michel Vaughan out of come off his come-off-his-line, right? So then, Genie heads it, but it's a looping header. And it looks like it's a goal-line clearance off the line for Michel Vaughan as he's retracting. But then, I, I thought, I thought, ah, oh, it's a good save. And then the referee blew his whistle. And f- thank God for goal-line technology, the ball did cross the line. It was a goal for Liverpool. I was happy, yes. Beautiful. 1-0 Liverpool. And the Spurs fans around me were fuming. The the atmosphere from Spurs... I didn't feel any confidence from Spurs fans. They were like... It was like a rigid kind of... Encouraging the team on kind of thing. And other than... That was pretty much... I remember some couple tackles... We looks assured in defense. Really, Harry Kane wasn't really imposing himself. Maybe that fatigue thing was a factor because he didn't really get much rest. I don't know, but we'll, we'll we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Um. Yeah, we yeah that's how I was thinking in terms of the second half whether he's just putting it on or whatever, and then yeah, second half happens now. Um, again, it's kind of cagey a bit. But we we have the lead, and then the first moments lapse of concentration happened from Joe Gomez. I don't know. He's looking up. He has the ball in defence, but his back is turned to Lucas Moura, who is about seven yards away, and he's just he he caught got caught lapsing concentration for about three seconds. Lucas Moura takes the ball off him. Um, he's running now. He's running. He's trying to counter Van Dyke. He makes up the ground. Thank God he's about six foot five. He makes up the ground with relatively quick time. And then he manages to tackle Lucas Moura. And Van Dyke is encouraging Gomez, come on, we need you to focus. And then there was times where it was happening with the Tottenham as well. And then Vitongen looked very uncomfortable against Mo Salah. Um even though Mo Salah, I think he had a bad game. He'd, I think he was Vatongin was too worried about what Mo Salah could do, and Mo Salah was trying to do too much, so they both kind of had negative performances that clashed into each other, and yeah, it was just a thing of um, Mo Salah not creating enough, or the final pass was just never there. It was either a mannequator or Salah every time, or even Firmino sometimes, would look a bit disjointed, whatever. And then um, I remember there's, there was a moment in the second half where Lucas Moura is running down the channels on the counter again. I think he beats Trent Alexander-Arnold, takes a shot, hits the post-goal kick, and then um, we have a goal kick, and then but then we play out from the back. Gomez does that thing where he's trying to trick Lucas Moura into thinking he might make a mistake again. But it goes past him, and we make some excellent link-up play. The ball goes to Firmino. Firmino's running down the channels. Mane's drifting wide. The ball goes into Mane. Mane cuts in. Um, He he turns, then he shoots. Michel Vaughn saves it. And then, yeah, then... I think... Yeah, he he saves it, but didn't save it convincingly. The ball was fumbling, and then Femino picked up on it. It was a tap-in for him. 2-0 Liverpool. And then I was like, oh, yes. Brilliant. We're in control now. The, the fans are quieting down. That's it. But we could have had way more. We should have had more than the 2-0 scoreline. Should have been about 3-4, maybe 5-0. Mane was having half chances. Salah would get in good positions but make the wrong instead of he instead of shooting he'd pass it. Um yeah it's just it's still looking like it's ugly football from Liverpool but we're grinding out our way. But we were on top of Tottenham and they cannot dispute that in the second half. Harry Kane, I do not remember any significant thing that he done. All game. I I'm not exaggerating. This is not me being biased. He didn't. He Van Dijk could not be any more comfortable against him, and yeah. So then, I think Firmino had a little injury or something to his head. I don't know what happened. I haven't seen the replays, but it looked like it was quite serious because he was down for about four five minutes, and we were. And Jürgen Klopp was planning to do a substitution that um for cater for Henderson basically. That was the plan substitution, but Firmino was injured for a while, so Jurgen Klopp had to sit back and wait for the extent of the Firmino injury, and then it ended up being that Henderson came on for Firmino, and we do a four-two-two-two formation, something like that, and Pochettino had to go for it. He took off Dembele, brought on who did he bring on? Eric Lamello. and then another sub was Harry Winks for. Uh, No, Song Yong Ming for Harry Winks So he was going for it He didn't want midfield protection And that's where from Pochettino doing that It made counter-attacking so much easier It made intercepting the ball so much easier It made us creating chances so much easier That Spurs couldn't really impose themselves Danny Rose had a stink of a second half My God Little things like controlling the ball he couldn't do Misplaced passes he was doing Tottenham fans were bollocking, giving him a bollocking, and I was just loving it. I was, I was relatively in the, in the zone. We were, it was like, it was getting to the 80th minute, and I was like, "We've we've won this, right?" And then, Cato comes off, Sturridge comes on. For when storage comes on in the last ten minutes, Jurgen Klopp leaves his run, and I thought it was won. And then the last substitution, he brought on Matip for Salah. I think, yeah. It's just to protect the back line. And then Tottenham's only real chance came in literally the 90th minute. They had a corner. It was whipped in to the back post. Everyone kind of watches the ball go over them. Eric Lamello kind of sets the ball up in the air, volleys it. I think it hits the side netting in. It's 2-1 Tottenham. Now everyone's like, oh uh Then that made my heart fucking nervous. I had a rush. I was shitting it for the last minute or so, and then it was about game management from there. But after the 80th minute, I was just seeing so many blue se- red seats. It was it was a, it was a joy to behold, and then the whistle blew. Mike Oliver blew the whistle, and then I think there was a last minute controversy thing. Song Young Min got tackled by Van Dyke. To me, it looked like Van Dyke made a clean tackle. Others saying stone stone penalty. E. To me, from what I saw, I haven't seen a replay that it wasn't a penalty. I thought it was fine. But yeah, the Mike Oliver blows the whistle. Five wins out of five. 15 points. Still top of the league. Stop us. Try and stop us. Once again, this was not Liverpool at their best. Our front three was not at our best today. There really wasn't. It was a, it was a, a performance where... No no one really stood out individually, it was kind of a 6 out of 10 performance, but as a collective, I'd say it was about a 7.5 in terms of the togetherness we had, Um, in terms of getting over the line, as a team performance, is a 7.5 individual performances, no one did that thing to stand out to be like, oh wow, but sometimes you don't need that in games, and uh, for the fact we've done this in the first five games Win every single game By not playing well Other than the West Ham game The West Ham game was the one where we blitzed it With ease That was not a problem um, Yeah, it was comfortable And Tottenham now have lost two games in a row and, and everyone's saying This is the games where this will define Liverpool If you don't believe we're going to be title contenders after that Then I don't know for you I really don't know for you We are forced this season, our squad depth is finally there, from when I'm seeing on the bench Fabinho, Henderson, Sturridge, Sekiri, that is options, we did not have a glimmer of that last season, not one ounce of that last season, not not seeing Solanke on the bench, not seeing Lana on the bench, that's what I love to see as a Liverpool fan, it's beautiful that none of these mediocre players can even touch our bench now because the players we have on the bench are so significant to Liverpool Football Club. And it's a joy to behold. And we will be title contenders this season, definitely. And we have, usually after a Wembley, after, sorry, after an international break, it's never that great for Liverpool. Jurgen Klopp's record at Wembley had me nervous at the time. But we got over the line, We got over the line and I couldn't be any more fucking happier. Um, Next game now on Tuesday against PSG. Oh, Bring on the Champions League. It's going to be nervous. It's going to be a nervy one, but we're ready for it. These are the games we want. We want the big teams. And I think maybe this will be the game where Liverpool find their actual full rhythm. We might see Liverpool at the best because... The front three haven't been at their best yet. Mane has kind of done most of the grafting, for me, no, a bit. Salah, I have to admit, has kind of regressed a little bit. Not that it's not a significant drop off, but maybe he's doing that thing he did last season. He started slow, and then eventually he was just getting goals out of nowhere. So oh, if he's able to do it again, brilliant, you know? I couldn't be more happier. So yeah, um, I don't really know what else to say other than I can't wait to watch the match of the day highlights to see how he did on TV, pick up a few things and yeah, we'll take it forward from there. Other than that, it's good to be back um, podcasting again, talking about Liverpool. This is, what, this is what it's all about really, isn't it? So I'm happy, I'm really happy. It was my first Liverpool away game that I've been to where we've won. Because the one I went to last year, we lost 4-1 to Tottenham. So, to be on the winning side, it feels fucking brilliant. I love it. Couldn't be any more happier. So, yeah, I'm going to conclude um, the podcast now. The next one should be on Tuesday against Paris Saint-Germain. Thank you for listening. Hello and welcome to another episode of LFC Reactions. This one Tottenham vs Liverpool. Yes, 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 it has been a while, hasn't it? Well two weeks but to 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 us uh football fans that love club football and despise the international break, two weeks felt like an eternity. But we came but we're back with a bang. The first Premier League fixture post-international break. Tottenham versus Liverpool. The first of a crucial period for Liverpool where they got key defining games that may shape their season in September and early October. And wow. So I have to say... um. I had the pleasure of attending Wembley and going to get to the live game. Um, unfortunately I was sat with home fans, but um I managed to coincidentally sit next to a Liverpool fan, an Irish Liverpool fan, which was nice. Um but yeah, let's get into that. So this 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 perspective and analysis will be from what I saw on the live from the live game. So it might—I don't know how. way I haven't seen any highlights on TV yet. So this is how I saw it from, um, from my actual POV in the stadium. So, in goal we had Allison, left back Robison, centre back Van Dyke, and Gomez. Uh, right back Trent Alexander Arnold. Your midfield three was Genie, Rinaldin, uh Cator. And James Milner and up front, your usual deadly front three. So key change from last time: Henderson on the bench. What does that tell you from Klopp that he favours Kato over Henderson if he's starting over? If if Henderson's being dropped, you know what I mean. But that's a positive. I was very happy with that lineup. The bench was also good. Fabinho was on the bench for the first time in the Premier League Whether um, whether he will make an introduction yet, we don't know He never got to play, but we'll get kind of get into that later So, yeah So, the game started now in the first half um, From what I saw, things looked very, very cagey Like the first the first half an hour really it was kind of uh how are you going to play versus how are they going to play um and i remember just us in terms of um dictating the ball in midfield we didn't really do that if we were we were kind of, we were making passes that was like it didn't really make sense you know when you're just passing assuming someone's going to do something but they don't do it That's what was happening in the first half. Mainly, um, I'm trying to remember if there was any chances, early chances that I saw. Um, That is a tough one. For the first half And now, I don't really remember anything. Uh, Maybe, I think Salah had a chance, actually. He was doing this thing, Salah, where he would get in good positions... And then when it came to the key areas, he'd do he'd make the wrong decision every time, or the shot he would make. <clears throat> excuse me, sorry about that. I just came from a restaurant, by the way, so that's why I feel belched. But anyway, yeah, Salah would do this thing where he'd pass, he'd make the wrong pass, or a hit if he was to shoot. There was no power or conviction behind it. So, and that wasn't really helping or cause. And Firmino looks like I don't know when I watch Firmino in real life, it's weird what he does. It's like, um, it's like he's he's playing like he's tired. Do you know what I mean? But you know he's not tired. But he but when you watch him play in real life, he's giving off that I'm um, the lousy false nine that I can't be bothered to track kind of thing. And then out of nowhere, he might try and pounce on you. But I don't know. But it was very. I don't know. He does it really well. He like he pretends. I don't know if he's pretending or if it was actual fatigue. I I don't know. But it just looked like off the ball. That he was doing that and Marne, was kind of um. He was trying to link up play really, but we didn't really do much. Um, the first really real attack I remember um we Kato was running down the byline he tried to cross it in no actually I the first sorry so let's rewind to the first minute of the game because something happened that I don't know why it happened so yeah who crossed it in I think Milner crossed the ball in and it looked like Firmino or someone got a touch to it and ended up in the net, and this was in the first thirty min, thirty seconds, one minute into the game. I celebrated thinking it was a goal, forgetting I'm in the home end, so it had to be, it had to be like a subdued celebration. But then, um, it was it was disallowed, and I do not know why. Whether it was offside or the other, I don't know. But yeah, that's that's the only chance I remember. Sorry about that. My brain's only just clocked out. Realize this now So The other chance The first chance Yeah Keita tried to cross this ball in Um, Who blocked it? Kieran Trippier, I think blocked it It was a Liverpool corner James Milner is going to take the corner now He whips it I think Michel Vaughan comes to Attack the ball Or somebody heads it I can't remember which one of the two happened But one of that One of That happens... Which leaves... Michel Vaughan... Out of... He's come off his line, right? So then... Genie heads it... But it's a looping header... And it looks like it's a goal line clearance... Off the line for Michel Vaughan... As he's retracting... But then... I I thought... I thought, ah... It's a good save... And then the referee blew his whistle... And thank God for goal line technology... The ball did cross the line. It was a goal for Liverpool. I was happy, yes. Beautiful. 1-0 Liverpool. And the Spurs fans around me were fuming. The, the, The atmosphere from Spurs... I didn't feel any confidence from Spurs fans. They were like... It was like a rigid kind of... Encouraging the team on... Kind of thing. And other than... That was pretty much... Um... I remember some couple tackles. We looked assured in defense. Really, Harry Kane wasn't really imposing himself. Maybe that fatigue thing was a factor because he didn't really get much rest. I don't know, but we'll we'll, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. Um, yeah, we Yeah, that's how I was thinking in terms of the second half, whether he's just putting it on or whatever. And then yeah, second half happens now. Um, again, it's kind of. Cagey a bit But we, we have the lead And then the first Moment's lapse of concentration Happened from Joel Gomez I don't know, he's looking up He has the ball in the fence But his back is turned to Lucas Moura Who is about 7 yards away And he's just He, he caught, got caught lapsing in concentration For about 3 seconds Lucas Moura takes the ball off him Um He's running now, he's running, he's trying to counter Van Dyke, he makes up the ground. Thank God he's about six foot five. He makes up the ground with relatively quick time, and then he manages to tackle Lucas Mora, and Van Dyke is encouraging Gomez, "Come on, we need you to focus." And then there was times where it was happening with the Tottenham as well. And then Vatongan looked very uncomfortable against Mo Salah, um, even though Mo Salah, I think he had a bad game. He, I think he was Vatongan was too worried about what Mo Salah could do, and Mo Salah was trying to do too much. So they both kind of had negative performances that clashed into each other, and yeah, it was just a thing of. Um, Mo Salah were not creating enough or the final pass was just never there. It was either Mane Keita or Salah every time or even Firmino sometimes it would look a bit disjointed, whatever. And then um, I remember there's, there was a moment in the second half where Lucas Moura is running down the channels on the counter again. I think he beats Trent Alexander-Arnold, takes a shot. Hits the post-goal kick. And then... um, We have a goal kick and then... But then we play out from the back. Gomez does that thing where he's trying to trick Lucas Moura... Into thinking he might make a mistake again. But it goes past him. And we make some excellent link-up play. The ball goes to Firmino. Firmino's running down the channels. Mane's drifting wide. The ball goes into Mane. Mane cuts in. Um, he He turns, then he shoots... Michel Vaughn saves it and then yeah then I think yeah he saves it but didn't save it convincingly the ball was fumbling and then Firmino picked up on it it was a tap-in for him 2-0 Liverpool and then I was like oh yes brilliant we're in control now The, the fans are quieting down that's it but we could have had way more we should have had more than a 2 0 score line. Should have been about three, four, maybe five 0 Mane was having half chances. Salah would get in good positions, but make the wrong instead of he instead of shooting he'd pass it. Um yeah, it's just it's still looking like it's ugly football from Liverpool, but we're grinding out our way. But we were on top of Tottenham and they cannot dispute that in the second half. Harry Kane, I do not remember any significant thing that he done. All game. I I am not exaggerating. This is not me being biased. He didn't he Van Dijk could not be any more comfortable against him. And yeah, so then I think Firmino had a little injury or something to his head. I don't know what happened. I haven't seen the replays, but it looked like it was quite serious because he was down for about four five minutes, and we were and Jürgen Klopp was planning to do a substitution that um, cater for Henderson basically. That was the plan substitution, but Firmino was injured for a while, so Jürgen Klopp had to sit back and wait for the extent of the Firmino injury. And then it ended up being that Henderson came on for Firmino, and we do a four-two-two-two formation, something like that. And Pochettino had to go for it. He took off Dembele, brought on who did he bring on? Eric Lamello. and then another sub was Harry Winks for no Song Yongming for Harry Winks. So he was going for it. He didn't want midfield protection, and that's where. From Pochettino doing that, it made counter-attacking so much easier. It made intercepting the ball so much easier. It made us creating chances so much easier that Spurs couldn't really impose themselves. Danny Rose had a stink of a second half. My God. Little things like controlling the ball he couldn't do. Misplaced passes he was doing. Tottenham fans were bollocking, giving him a bollocking, and I was just loving it. I was was relatively in, in the zone. It was like... It was getting to the 80th minute and I was like, we've we've won this, right? And then Cato comes off, Storage comes on. For when Storage comes on in the last 10 minutes, Jürgen Klopp leaves his run and I thought he was won. And then the last substitution, he brought on Matip for Salah, I think. Yeah, it's just to protect the back line. And then Tottenham's only real chance came in literally the 90th minute. They had a corner, it was whipped in to the back post. Everyone kind of watches the ball go over them. Eric Lamello kind of sets the ball up in the air, volleys it. I think it hits the side netting in. It's 2-1 Tottenham, now everyone's like, oh. And then that made my heart fucking nervous. I had a rush. I was shitting it for the last minute or so. And then it was about game management from there. But after the eightieth minute, I was just seeing so many blue red seats. It was it was a, it was a joy to behold, and then the whistle blew. Mike Oliver blew the whistle, and then I think there was a last minute controversy thing. Song Young Min got tackled by Van Dyke. To me, it looked like Van Dyke made a clean tackle. Others saying stone stone penalty. To me, for what I saw, I haven't seen a replay that it wasn't a penalty. I thought it was fine. But yeah, the Mac Allister blows the whistle. 5 wins out of 5. 15 points. Still top of the league. Stop us. Try and stop us. Once again, this was not Liverpool at their best. Our front three was not at our best today. There really wasn't. It was a it was a, a performance where no no one really stood out individually. It was kind of a 6 out of 10 performance, but as a collective, I'd say it was about a 7.5 in terms of the togetherness we had, um, in terms of getting over the line. As a team performance, is a 7.5. Individual performances, no one did that thing to stand out, to be like, oh, wow. But sometimes you don't need that in games. And uh, the fact we've done this in the first five games, win every single game. By not playing well, other than the West Ham game. The West Ham game was the one where we blitzed it with ease. That was not a problem. Um, yeah, it was comfortable. And Tottenham now have lost two games in a row. And, and everyone saying, this is the games where this will define Liverpool. If you don't believe we're going to be title contenders after that, then I don't know for you. I really don't know for you. We are forced this season... Our squad depth is finally there, from when I'm seeing on the bench Fabinho, Henderson, Sturridge, Sekiri, that is options, we did not have a glimmer of that last season, not one ounce of that last season, not not seeing Solanke on the bench, not seeing Lana on the bench, that's what I love to see as a Liverpool fan, it's beautiful that none of these mediocre players can even touch our bench now because the players we have on the bench are so significant to Liverpool Football Club. And it's a joy to behold. And we will be title contenders this season, definitely. And we have, usually after Wembley, after, sorry, after an international break, it's never that great for Liverpool. Jurgen Klopp's record at Wembley had me nervous at the time. But we got over the line, we got over the line and I couldn't be any more fucking happier. Um, next game now on Tuesday against PSG. Oh, Bring on the Champions League. It's going to be nervous. It's going to be a nervy one, but we're ready for it. These are the games we want. We want the big teams. And I think maybe this will be the game where Liverpool find their actual full rhythm. We might see Liverpool at the best because... The front three haven't been at their best yet. Mane's kind of done most of the grafting. Firmino a bit. Salah, I have to admit, has kind of regressed a little bit. Not that it's not a significant drop-off. But maybe he's doing that thing he did last season. He started slow. And then eventually he was just getting goals out of nowhere. So, if he's able to do it again, brilliant. You know? I couldn't be more happier So yeah, um, I don't really know what else to say other than I can't wait to watch the match of the day highlights to see how he did on TV, pick up a few things and yeah, we'll take it forward from there. Other than that, it's good to be back um, podcasting again, talking about Liverpool. This This is what it's all about really, isn't it? So I'm happy, I'm really happy. It was my first Liverpool away game that I've been to where we've won. Because the one I went to last year, we lost 4-1 to Tottenham. So, to be on the winning side, it feels fucking brilliant. I love it. Couldn't be any more happier. So, yeah, I'm going to conclude um, the podcast now. The next one should be on Tuesday against Paris Saint-Germain. Thank you for listening.